What is up, everyone, and welcome back to our Slab Stock Sundays episode. My name is Aaron, joined by Nate here on the Slab Stocks YouTube channel as we look at the PWCC weekly auction number 76. And we have got a special guest joining tonight's show. And uh, we'll introduce him here quite soon, but it's going to be Adam from Bill Graphs. Many of you might know him from going to different card shows or seeing him on Instagram. And we'll uh, be talking to him today about card shows around the country. Um, shows he goes to, different things he looks for at shows, and uh, fun things like that. And also some of the cards that he's looking at tonight on the PWCC Weekly Auction number 76. Uh, before getting into the stream today, we had some shows ourselves this weekend. Uh, we were in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, and then we were in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, American Family Field. Nate, overall impressions? Um, Shocked by, sh absolutely shocked by the amount of people that showed up to the Miller Park show. Like Inspired. I just assumed that you know it hadn't hadn't been done before, and it might be a little bit of a pain in the butt to get to Miller Park to go to it. Like it's not like a, just a simple, it's not the most simple thing to get get to. Um, and then twelve o'clock rolled around, and by twelve o three, the place was packed. It was definitely it was crazy. packed. It was so packed. It was super cool. fun, and uh, got some cool deals done. So y'all be able to see that in our upcoming. Uh, coast to coast cards video coming out this week and i gotta say what's up to hector and real music and wesley and pat b that have already joined the stream tonight um other than talking to adam we'll be looking at some different cards and inside some of our favorite section um as i favored i think 129 cards now as of tonight of course talking about Shohei Otani and what he's doing on the diamond but uh now i think is a time that i'll be bringing adam from Graphs. so adam how are you doing what's up guys how's it going very very good where are you right now good. Right now, I am in Seattle, Washington. What were you doing in Seattle, Washington? <laughs> um, I uh, I went to a card show at a mall. So no shock at all. We got I put on the thumbnail the card show guru, and that's me calling the card show guru because this guy's at all the shows, man. I see him Midwest Monster in Denver, in Dallas, and we'll talk about them as they come up. But uh, overall impressions on your show this week I mean, in that, Seattle? That could not have been. Uh, a show. No, it was so. So I came here with my buddy, uh, and we uh, we Ubered to the show yesterday. And I said in the uh, in the Uber, I was like, "Man, this is either going to be really good or really bad." And I was like, "There's going to be no in between, like none." And uh, it was actually right in between. Like it wasn't it wasn't horrible, it wasn't amazing. I mean, I will tell you, we. We bought a 86 Jordan in the middle of a mall. Like, it was kind of nuts. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so yesterday there were, I mean, a bunch of dealers. It, it wasn't even, like, 100 tables, but there it didn't feel like, it felt like there was, like, a lot to choose from. Um, but today, I guess, it was different vendors, which was very different. I've never seen a show that's two days have separate vendors for both days. Um, so we showed up today and I only stayed for like two hours. I just, I was like, yeah, I'm over this. I just went back to the hotel, but yeah, it was, it was good. Um, I mean, uh, at the, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I got to come to Seattle and it's cool. Very cool. Very cool. And I actually, I actually want to show you guys something for the people that are watching this the sure. other night, the other night in my hotel, I was doing this on my phone. I don't know if you can see, I have now been to 20 states because of sports cards. That's awesome. Which, which is just crazy wow. to think about. But yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Almost yeah, half the country. 
that's super cool, man. Congrats on that. And uh, you. glad you had a good show in Seattle. So before jumping into and, I, um, and, and Aaron, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I was listening in the, in the, in the, I guess it's backstage is what this thing calls it. Yeah. I'm really upset. I wasn't able to go to the American family field show today. Uh, looked really cool. And I actually bought a card that you sold to one of my, my wholesale buyers. Um, Trayvon Walker. Yeah. That's my guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Why uh, do you like Trayvon Walker? Dude, I just think I think he's really good. I think he's so cheap. And I I I don't know. I've never had a football I've never had a football player that I collect, so I was just like, why not just collect Trayvon Walker? Didn't you get like the shield the other day? Yeah, I got the Immaculate Shield auto. <laughs> awesome, man. Congrats yeah. on that. Very um, cool. And I just I just picked up the Pop One Prism Gold PSA ten. Jeez, man's going in. Yeah, wow. yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> he is not joking around um, about that. Yeah, no, he I think I think he's really good and I, I think the Jaguars are gonna uh are gonna actually like go far this year. I'm not saying I'm not saying I think they're gonna win it all, but I think they're gonna you know, it's kinda like baseball. You want your teams to like make a push, but even if you know they're not gonna win it all, like you just want them to make a push to they get enough hype to where like every player on their team sells. Yeah. That's so, how I like, felt about the Brewers in our in yeah. our good days. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I really, I really wish that, uh, and the people at the Milwaukee card show, they're really good people. They reached out to me and asked if I was going to come up uh, from Chicago. I, I said that I already had this, I actually booked this event. And then the next day I found out about the Milwaukee show. So, um, had I, had I not, I wouldn't have, uh, I, I would have, I would have been in Milwaukee with you guys today, but, uh, well, it was, it was a fun, it, it was a fun time here and, uh, there'll be other shows. Yeah, I'm, uh, the show was a it was a success, and I hope that they do it again sometime. So uh, before jumping into the next question, I do want to pull up one of the items that uh, you're like, yo, Aaron, this thing is pretty cool to me. And I want to pull up that Mike Trout. It's the uh, yeah. PMG, so 2013 yeah. Fleer Retro. But on the back, it says Industry Summit. So tell me about this card. So this is a card that uh, um, from the Beckett Industry Summit – and I don't think people real. So first of all, it's not licensed. I mean, let's get that out of the way. It's not licensed, but it is a PMG, uh, precious metal gems. For those who don't know, those are incredibly condition sensitive. And to get a PSA 10 on that, it says it's a population of six. I think they're lying. I, I think that's the only one. Um, but to get to get a card like that in such a high grade is just borderline impossible and i mean it's i mean yeah it's thirty seven hundred dollars but i mean i think that's i think that's really cheap that's his that's his only pmg um i just think that that's a that's a that's that's a card that like i don't know if it's an investor card it's more of a collector card but that's a card that like if i had that kind of money to just blow on a card right now like i would i would buy that do you think that's a uh, like a airbrushed usa baseball jersey yeah i think so because he's wearing number 23 yeah which obviously is not yeah. 27. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, this one is at 3,700 right now. It is closing tonight. It actually just got a bid as we started to talk about it. So if, yeah, anyone, uh, in the, yeah, if anyone in the extended bidding wants to check it out, of course, there's other trial cards ending tonight as well. Oh, are we are we in extended bidding on East Coast time? Uh, in six minutes, it will start. Extended okay. bidding will start. Can you, can you check what the Justin Fields is at? Because that one actually really interested me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pop I, over there right now. So I, I made, I made my selection. Okay, so it's gotten significant traction on the cards. Yeah, since what was I it was. at when you said that you wanted? It talk was, about it was less than five fifty when I was looking at it two days ago. <laughs> five hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, which yeah, is just over, nuts. It's like over three grand now. Yeah, 
I mean, I still, I still think that's cheap. So, are you a big Fields fan? I mean, I know you're you you know in the Chicago so area. I'm not. I'm not a Bears fan. Um, I'm I'm not a Bears fan at all. Um, I wouldn't even say I'm a Justin Fields fan, but I know a lot of people who just do Justin Fields. Like they buy and like they buy cards for their collection, but the only player they buy and sell is Justin Fields. Um, so. I just I've I've kept a very close eye on his market, and I think he's a player that a lot of people are uh, buying with with the national being in Chicago this year. Um, kind of like with Jalen Hurts last year. I mean, the national wasn't in Philadelphia; it was in Atlantic City. But close uh, enough with it. Yeah, with it with the national being in Chicago, I think everyone's going to be buying Justin Fields, whether it's Donruss paper bases or uh, you know cards like this. I think everyone's going to be buying Justin Fields. Yeah, so let's take this topic and let's segue into one of the questions on my list, and we'll jump a couple down. But it's about the national specifically. And I'll, I'll bridge away from my question that I was going to pose and say, at the national for the last, you know, you've probably attended how many years straight now, or how many years have this you? This will be my out? this will be my third national. Third national. Yeah. So third national, last two. Did you feel like that there was like an overarching like a lot of people are going for this at the show, or a lot of people are. You know, um, you said like, oh, a lot of people be chasing fields at the show. And I agree with you. I think that fields will be hot at the show. I don't, I don't agree with it as a package. Um, I, I, so it's funny. I hope he's watching right now because I always, I always bring up this, uh, this thing that he told me one time and it stuck with me. Um, he told me, he said, when the hobby zigs, you got to zag. And what he meant when, what he meant by that in our conversation was when everyone's going to, this city to buy cards you have to get on a plane and go to seattle to go to a mall to buy cards like it's just like when everyone's doing something one way you have to you know do it the other way and i say i i tell people i'm like don't buy football at the national like sell sell football at the national but don't buy it like uh, if, you, if you're if you're buying football at the national don't leave the national with it you're either buying that to sell it at the show or within like two weeks after the show. I, I think the national is the best place to buy modern basketball. You do. And, and baseball, because what you got to think is what a lot of people don't realize they're, Oh, and a lot of the hobby. Oh, I'm glad Nate's back. A lot of the hobby doesn't realize uh, that the national is during the MLB trade deadline. And that's when a lot of teams really start to position their teams to be put into good playoff contention. And a lot of the hobby, it's really sad, but I know Nate's not one of them and I'm not one of them, but a lot of the hobby doesn't care about baseball. Like the people who buy to flip and stuff like that. Um, so I think, uh, I think the, uh, the national is the perfect time to buy baseball and basketball because you have all these dealers who are going to be high on their football and not wanting to give you any deals on football. But then you ask them about a lamella ball and they're like, Oh yeah, I'll get rid of that. That's not, they're not playing for, a month after football, which is like no time at all. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And, uh, you know, interesting thing about it. I do agree with you. Like, like national always feels like that, that football is kind of like overall at its peak. Obviously you have some players that like, if you bought Jalen Hurts in the national, you still would have been doing well throughout the season, right? A great yeah. season. But overall, I, I agree with, with you on that. I saw, uh, I saw something on Twitter recently where someone said that, uh, do you remember, you were at the national, the last national in Rosemont, right? Yeah. I think that was actually the year that I met you guys. 
um, 2021. Uh, yeah. During the first Kesem uh, charity. Yep. Yep. Um, so I saw, do you remember the day before the national when the Mahomes and T shield sold for like $4 million or whatever it I was? Do. I do remember that. I remember so the person, the, the person who bought that card took a massive loss on it. And uh, is that mine? Is that mine making that noise? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. The person, the person who uh, bought that car took a huge loss on it, and like it just goes to show to like not buy players like when they're at their like you know when a player is hot, sell them, don't buy them. Yeah, I mean we've seen that quite like, a bit. I get, I get, I get DMs all day long from people selling me cards. If they try to sell me an Ellie De La Cruz, like I'm just, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Like I'm not buying that. You'd have to give me a killer deal to like buy that right now i actually had someone at the show this weekend you know i was at their booth and they're they're really nice and like asking oh are you interested in this card this card you know you know trying to talk to me about the cards he had right and you know i saw jordan love cards interesting he's like oh like what about ellie de la cruz you know and i was like i just can't buy ellie right now like i can't do it and like i'm gonna pull up it actually in this auction because we're talking about it but you'll notice there's so many ellie cards ending tonight like normally you do get like um you know a substantial amount of hot players selling here but like Normally, like you don't see a bunch of like specific prospects selling. Like, you'll see like one I'm, card of like. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Can you still hear me? Fine, I just took my AirPods out. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, You're good. cool. Um, yeah, I uh, do you ever do you ever play around with and can, can we talk about card ladder on here? Is that yeah? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So, do you ever play around with card ladder and just like click enter in the search bar and just see the most recent cards that sold? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, I put okay. it like a so you so you've done it before, right? Like just yeah. like. So, like, when I'm doing deals with people on FaceTime, I'll just, like, quick enter on Card Ladder just to, like, see. And I'll just, like, mess with them. I'll be like, hey, what do you think the last card to sell on eBay was? And the other day I clicked it, and it was an Ellie De La Cruz 2022 uh, Bowman Sterling. Like, and it was, like, some numbered refractor, and it sold for $200. Like, it's just, like, it's just nuts that, like, what his stuff is selling for. Adam, last week there was an SGC 10 2023 Bowman Chrome base. This is like second year prospect. Bowman Chrome base is like a hundred bucks. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Nathan might be getting some feedback from you somehow, some way. Um, but yeah, I mean, they got a BGS five in here of the Black Shimmer one of one um, from BGS five. This is draft or something like that. I think it's at like seventeen hundred dollars for a five. For a five. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> And then also, this is really weird. There's like a few authentic altered like 2022 tops pro debut cards in here. What? Which is weird. So like this one authentic altered. There's a red auto um authentic altered. Is that super weird? Did someone just like buy like the rainbow and then like color them in with like Sharpie? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Them? I literally have zero idea. Wait, what's the uh can you go up? Can you go um, up? I, yeah, Adam, I actually might be getting the feedback from you now, just so you know. I don't think that's Nas removed him to test it. Oh. It's okay though. It, it's not too bad. All right. Um, what is the uh what is the base, the the PSA eight red red paper? What is yeah, that? This is eleven seventy five? Jesus. Literally for a red paper. I mean that's nuts. At this point it's a couple hundred dollars, right? Like in the past, maybe like a hundred or two. Yeah. You know, paper. I mean, I'd I'd rather have that than the black shimmer. Yeah, I mean that at least has the first logo on it. 
So, so would I for sure. And Down on the Farm says Corbin Carroll is going to be insane at the National. He has been crazy this season. Adam, have you been tracking Carroll cards? He, it is. I haven't been like I haven't been doing like extensive research, but he he could seriously win the NL MVP. It's it's crazy. Crazy to say in a rookie season, right? I, I know. What's What's curious is. Aaron, at the booth these last two days, obviously we're in Milwaukee and not anywhere else. Um, but I only had one person come up that I noticed asked for Corbin Carroll this weekend. Wow. Wait, this... be curious to see how that plays out in Chicago. So this is crazy. Is there actually not one Corbin Carroll? There's not one Corbin Carroll card selling site. There's 26 Ellie Daily Cruz. That's crazy. That's super crazy. Did you see that Ellie Daily Cruz has been selected to the All-Star game after playing 23 games in the major leagues. Do you say Wander Franco isn't in the All-Star game? Yeah, that's nuts, but Ellie De La Cruz, 23 games in the MLB and he's an All-Star. That that makes no sense like at all. To put into perspective, I mean this is a this is a wide comparison. Burt Blylevin, who is in any baseball fan's mind a guaranteed Hall of Famer, was an All-Star twice in his career. And Ellie De La Cruz has played 23 games, and he's an all-star half the amount of times as Burt Plylevin. That's so crazy. I know Burt from uh, announcing the Twins games back when I lived there. He announced all the Twins yeah. games. But, yeah, man, that that's super nuts. Hey, that uh, that Pete Alonso is pretty cool. I just saw yeah. that there. Yeah, red yeah. Auto PSA 10. I think there's also PSA 9 of the same card in this auction as well. So if you're a Pete Alonso fan, want a red, you know, it's available in this auction. Um, jumping to a question here on the list is to you in your mind, Adam, what are the must attend card shows in the United States? Like what ones that you've been to give me three. They're like, if you love buying and selling cards and you do have the time and can travel, where do, where do you have to go? All right. Before I answer, are you able to clip this so I can post it later? If you want, yeah, we can try to get you the, the video. I can't okay. do it right now. Yeah. But. So, so three card shows that I think everyone must attend in the country. Um, for, I mean, I'm not counting the national because that's, that's given. So I'm going to give you three. And these are three that a lot of people don't necessarily always have on their radar, but I want people to start putting on the radar because they're really good events. First Midwest monster in Indianapolis, Indiana ran by my man, Jeff uh, from J and J all-star sports cards. When I lived in Louisville, he ran our local shows really good buddy of mine and Midwest monster is always a phenomenal time second. And I'm going there next weekend and I'm skipping Nashville to go to it. The San Francisco card show in South San Francisco, California, right by the airport. It's, you don't really have to like Uber far to go there. Uh, really good show. I went last year and it was one of my favorites. The third, and this is the, the you're going to think I'm crazy for saying this, the capital city card convention in Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. That show is phenomenal. Jamie Zabel, who runs that show, really good friend of mine, does such a good job. We've had people, and uh, I've attended it now the last two times it's been thrown. Um, We had people fly out from California last year for it, which was just to the middle of Iowa. And there's literally nothing to do in Des Moines, Iowa, unless there's a card show going on. That, That show is phenomenal um so when's the next one coming up the next one is october 
I'm I'd like to say the sixth. It's the first or second week of October. Um, and uh, the guy who said you're killing me, Smalls from San Juan, will be there. They always oh, have right. they always have signers. They always have uh, really good people. Trade night. It's it's a really good time. And it's it's trust me if if you want like a sneaky place to buy cards if you can afford to travel to Des Moines, Iowa. It's a really good show. That's awesome. Might have to check it out. I actually know of that show. Never been to the show, but I'm uh, bringing Aaron, Aaron, I'll I'll call you sometime not during this and tell you about it. Okay. I'll, I'll be ready, Adam, whenever that yeah. is. You got some people saying hi to you. We've got Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> He's up in the hotel room. What's up, Owen? <laughs> a couple of your friends in the house. Yeah. Um, and what's up, Big John? Big John always uh, showing up here. Appreciate you being here. Um, all right, awesome. Thank you for that. And then I'm going to pull up the last card on the list here. Am I oh, gonna... I do want to say uh, to the people, if you have anyone who watches from California, San Francisco Card Show is next weekend in San Francisco at the South San Francisco Convention Center right by the airport. It's a really fun time. And Pablo Sandoval will be there. Oh, that's a name that uh, Pablo Sandoval and Joe Staley. Joe Staley, the offensive Joe tackle. The he's, you know he's a breaker now? He is? Yeah, he's a breaker for Mojo Breaks. Really? I just remember yeah. him from a uh, like Madden Ultimate team. He's yeah, he's a break, he's a breaker now. He loves cards. Huh. That's so random, but yeah, awesome. it's actually wild. That's wild. All right, Adam, this was the last card on your list. Um, this is the Joe Namath yeah. 21 Optic. So that's actually that's actually that's actually my bid. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, if you look at what a PSA 10 of that card does, you'll understand why you're getting a good, I'm getting a good deal. <laughs> so t- tell me about the, other than getting a good deal. Is there anything you particularly like about the card? Um, well, I love downtowns. I, and I'm one of the, I ask this question to a lot of my friends who do cards. I'm like, yo, Donruss downtown or optic downtown. And everyone always says Donruss, but because the optic have the little, if you zoom in, they have the little laser action going on yeah. in the background, and apparently that takes away from like the sellability. But they're easier to grade, so it's like uh, yeah. you have that going for you. Um, I like the optic downtowns better. I just, I just think they look cooler. And the thing that I like, people always ask me downtowns or kabooms, and everyone always says kabooms, and I think that's because they sell more. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the golds and the greens, but you know, optic downtown always has also has the gold vinyl and the gold. Um, and black Pandora now, I think, right? In football, what do you say? They have black Pandora in football, I yeah, think black now. Pandora too. Um, what I like about the downtowns is the kabooms. Um, they, uh, you know, it's just, it's just say it's a picture of Justin Herbert and then it says kaboom in the background. Like, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, kabooms are cool. Donruss, if you really look at that, I mean, zoom in on that card. The amount of detail and art they put on that card, and it's different for every player. Yeah. Like, uh, and I didn't start to appreciate the downtowns until my cousin got me Prism Draft Picks did a like a did a set. It was called On Field or On Campus. Yeah, was it Lamar Jackson? Yeah, it was Lamar Jackson, and he get he gifted me one. And I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I like one day I was just like really looking at it. And I was like, wait, this actually looks like the campus. Like there's like this thing on the front of the card, which is like 
the one place on campus where people take pictures like in front of the sign. And I was like, wow, they really went off on this insert. So then I started like looking at the downtowns and like, look, you got the planes, you got the, I don't know what the gas mask is, but fighter I mean, pilot helmet. Yeah. Fighter pilot. Like, like you got, you got the skyline in the background. I mean, it's cool. They're cool yeah. for each ones. Have you seen the Have you seen the Aaron Rodgers one with the big milk pouring out of the glass? I think so, but the one like, I that's remember cool. the the Giannis from uh, Studio in like 2016, 2017 or something yeah. like that um, was a really cool. And there's like a you know a deer, a buck out there, and cheese and stuff like that. But I agree with you. I do like the downtowns too. And we um, can no, we can we can all agree that football downtowns are better than basketball. Downtowns. So that's why I was going to ask you though. Is yeah. you think that they're better than basketball? I think they need to put. I think they need to keep it consistent like i don't know why i don't know why kabooms are in crown royal for basketball and why downtowns are in one and one for panini one and then you have absolute kabooms for football yeah i think they put them in one and one for basketball because the one and ones don't really sell like the product like that's what sells the product but i why would panini but panini one football they could put them in right well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they put them in optic. Like I think it should be an optic, ba- optic and Donruss basketball. I think they would like probably, Donruss, uh, Donruss basketball is nothing going for it. Yeah, nothing. Like, like ask anyone who works at a card shop. That stuff just sits there. Yeah, because I mean, what are you looking for? Like the they're like the mojo parallels, right? Or whatever. No, like the grid, the gridiron kings, or what are they? Uh, uh, net marvels or whatever they're called yeah 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 yeah. that was like and then i think that that answer is probably faded as years went on and you know they just got overplayed type of thing which i think is kind of how kabooms as you were saying like it just says kaboom like it just gets overplayed yeah. after time that's what i like about that's what i like about so to, to go to make a long story short what i was getting at is i like that the downtowns are different for each player and right. i'm a big i mean if you know me and you don't know by now i love the travel i love cities um i love like Whenever I go to a city, I try to like wear a jersey. Or look at that! Look at that cow right there. That's so cool. Look at that cow. Cows. <laughs> um, whenever I go to a city, I try to, uh, I try to, uh, you know, wear a jersey. Like I love representation of cities, and like I try to buy all the Philly kabooms, uh, or not kabooms, downtowns for like players that I like. Yeah, that's that's awesome. why that's why I really like the, what Tops did with the home field advantage. I want to eventually put together the set of the home field advantage. I think those are really cool. Yeah, Tops made some good ones with the baseball there too. There is quite a bit of downtowns ending in tonight's auction. If you want to check them out, if you're a downtown collector. So, Aaron, let me let me ask let me ask you a question. Let me flip the script on you. Yeah. How? What is your opinion on the NBA authentication thing they have going on there? I mean. It, First of all, like that's how they sell their raw cards. Like, you know, like if you're going to submit a raw card and you're going to sell it through PWCC, um, it has to be NBA authenticated. It kind of goes through the system where, where they look at the cards, they authenticate them. There is a condition report within all that different stuff um, for okay. each card. So they're not so, just authenticating the card there. So, like, say I were to buy that Justin Fields Kaboom or downtown right there. Yeah. Like, it comes, I've seen them at card shows in the little thingies. Right. Does it say on it, like, has scratch? or dimple so there is a condition report filed with each card i think on the qr code code. on the back so i think that that is active um to my knowledge but once they leave the pwcc vault they put a hole punch through like the top of the label to kind of call it like void because like people could like you know take a label whatever you know take a label off put one whatever um but yeah so as it's in the pwcc vault they stay in those holders and it gets hole punched but pretty sure those qr codes do go to like their website to interesting do they punch through the qr code 
Uh, I do. That's a great question. It's possible, honestly. I don't, I don't know though. I, don't know. That, well, I mean, I I mean, I guess I I let's see. Let's try. Can I try scanning that QR code for my phone? I mean, if you have your phone on, you can zoom in. I do right here. Yeah, it won't it won't pick it up. Yeah, it's probably just too zoomed out, honestly. Yeah. Um, try it on your own though. After after. Yeah, own. no, I'll go on. I'll go on the auction and try it out myself because it's interesting. There we go. Oh, Nick Knack says they don't punch through the QR code. Good good vibes, Nick Knack. Thank you for sharing Thank that. You, I appreciate it. Um, all right, Adam. Last thing I really want to ask you here is like I've seen you. Like you said, you love traveling. You love sports. It's obvious. Um, you go to all these different ballparks and like sporting events. I've seen you at a hockey game. I've seen you at the Super Bowl. I think ripping a pack. When did you start that ripping a pack at a sport game? Oh, this is something in? I. This is this is when I want quipped too. Okay. Um. So what started was I. Uh, I went to back last April. I went to New York to visit a friend, and we went to a Yankees game, and I. Uh, I uh, went to the team store and I bought a pack of like series one, whatever they had. Cause you know, they sell packs at stadiums at MLB stadiums. And by the way, whenever fanatics acquires Panini, uh, they should be getting prism and Donruss and optic and select packs into NBA and NFL games, because it is a crime that you cannot buy a pack in an NBA or NFL game. Just saying. Yeah. But, what started it was I went to a Yankees game and I bought a pack of series one and I was like, yo, let's just rip this pack. And I'm like, let's go live on Instagram and rip it. And he goes, no, why don't you make like a reel? And I was like, no, I don't really want to do that. Like I'm not really a real person. And so we just like ripped it on Instagram live. Fast forward six months. I'm at the world series, uh, the Phillies game. And I go to the team store and they had tops and I bought it. And I brought it back to my seat and I said to my brother, I'm like, hey, Andrew, uh, will you uh, will you film me ripping this pack for a, for a video for Instagram? And he's like, sure, like whatever, because he knows that I like I do the content and all that. So he ripped the pack and I just I remember I said, hey, what's up, guys? We're here at game three of the World Series. Uh, we got a pack of series one. Let's see what we get. And I opened the pack and, you know, the Phillies lost to the Astros in the World Series last year. Um, and I'm a big Phillies fan. So one of the cards in the pack was a Jose Altuve. So I just I just smushed it and I threw it on the ground and I uh, I continued to rip the rest of the pack. And three days later, I went to Dallas and I posted the reel and it, it, it did pretty well. Um, and a lot of people told me that they liked it. And I went to Dallas three days later for the Dallas show. And uh, what's up, sports card professor? I went to Dallas for the uh, for the show and we went to a Mavericks game. And my friend was like, yo, I liked your video uh, that where you ripped at the World Series. He's like, you should rip at the Mavericks game. I'm like, all right, cool. Sounds good. Let's do it. So I bought a pack and I ripped it at the Mavericks game. And then from Dallas, I went to San Francisco for the San Francisco show. And uh, my I went to a Warriors game and my friend was like, yo, you going to rip at the Warriors game? I'm like, all right, yeah. So now I've just made it a point to uh, any game I go to, I, I got to rip the pack. And it's gotten it's gotten pretty bad to the point where like I only go to the games to rip the packs, um, but it's a it's a really fun time. Um, and I remember you sent me the list of questions. Uh, I have ripped packs at seventeen professional sporting events, one collegiate event, and the seventeen includes the NBA All Star Game, the Super Bowl, and the World Series. 
Wow. Yeah. So some big time places, some packs were ripped. Cool. Yeah. And what we, was I did, that you got out of those packs. I did. I've not gotten anything good ever. Every, and I do it, I do it off camera. I did it on camera for one video, but I do it off camera. Every single card I ripped is given to a child sitting near me at the game. So I love it. I find, I find the smallest, not like the smallest kid. Like I don't want like a baby. I find maybe like someone between the ages of like six and nine. And I'm like, Hey, do you want some cards? And they're like, yeah. Um, I will. I have not shared this story publicly, but I want to share what happened when I went to Miami in January. I went to a heat game and I, uh, I filmed a video with my buddy who was with me at the game. And after we, we, we cut the camera and I turned, I always like turn around. I'm like, where's it? Where's a kid? And there was a kid sitting literally in the seat behind me. He was like six or seven. And I turned around. I'm like, Hey man, do you like basketball cards? He's like, yeah, but I don't have any. I'm like, oh, well, here you go. Like, here's your first cards. And I gave them to him, and he was like, oh, thank you, mister. And uh, he said to me, he's like, you didn't give me any heat cards. And I'm like, well, you know, like, when you open a pack, you're not really, like, guaranteed any, like, specific team or player. I'm like, but maybe, like, if you ask your dad, he'll get you some heat cards or something. And he's like, yeah, well, I appreciate it. I'm like, yeah, thank you for being nice about it. So uh, at halftime, I, I go walk around the stadium and I go into the team store and they sold a box with 30 Miami Heat cards. It was like $7. So I just bought them and I gave them to the kid. I said to his dad, I'm like, hey, do you care if I like give your kid some cards, like more cards? He's like, yeah, that's fine. So I gave the kid the card. This kid cried. He was so happy. And he actually, his dad reached out to me on Instagram and said that his son uh, starts to collect cards now because of that. So that's awesome. Man. One of the one of the cooler things I've ever done. That's super awesome. I mean, yeah, taking something that you just you know enjoy doing and then sharing with other people. So yeah. I love that story. I, I you know appreciate you for for sharing yeah. here. Indeed, of course. Very awesome. All right, Adam. Any last things you want to share before we say farewell to you? Because I mean, no, that's great uh, way to end it. Yeah, thank. I I actually want to say that I watch this. I don't comment, but I watch this almost every week, and I was very happy to be invited on it. So thank you for that, Aaron. Um, Nate, I saw you were in Milwaukee this weekend, and I'm sorry I didn't get to see you. I haven't seen you since Burbank. Um, that's true. But uh, yeah, no, thank you for letting me on. And uh, if you guys want, you can follow me. My handle is the same as this thing right here right here on there Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, I appreciate it guys. Thank you. <laughs> Scott says to be fair, I also cry. Bill Graffs gave me some cards. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Scott oh, wow. DM me. I'll send you a card. <laughs> All right, Adam, man. Thank you so much for joining. Right, I appreciate the time. Thank you, man. Have a good rest of your night. You too, man. See you See guys. You. See you, Adam. Very cool stories. From All right. I was, that was very cool. I was a little glitchy all the way through, and you guys seem like you're doing okay. So I figured I would just stay silent because it was, it was, it wouldn't necessarily miss words, but it would take like a second pause here or there. So yeah, no, you're you're yeah, all good. Yeah, that that was uh, that was great. I really appreciate you know Adam for giving the time tonight, and uh, you know we got nine minutes now to uh, to look through what we got ending tonight in the auctions. So. Um, I hope that everyone enjoyed having Adam involved you know, in tonight's stream. We'll be having another guest actually joining us in July. So look out for another guest coming up this month uh, before the national. And uh, if anyone is able to go to those card shows, you know, that he recommended um, if they're in your state, if you're out of state and you'd like traveling to card shows, you know, maybe those are some ones to look at. Um, Adam does take a lot of time to go to them, obviously. And uh, I've seen him at many shows recently. Great guy. So, uh, you know, would really be cool 
um, to uh, to have you guys go see him or, or just go to the shows in general. So let's jump into the auction tonight. And I think that one of the biggest points of the auction tonight, I think a lot of people are going to know this too, is the Shohei Otani love. And there's no reason why you shouldn't be getting love. But like this is like mega dollar love type of deal going on here. This is a 2018 Tops Chrome Gold Otani out of 50 PSA 10. And I'm trying to grab a last sold price here. We had a we had a blue wave sell for or not blue, excuse me a gold wave PSA 10 sell for four thousand seven hundred twenty five dollars um, on June twenty fifth. But the last time that there was a true gold to sell, it did seventy five hundred, and this is already over ten k after buyer's premium. But it did seventy five hundred just a month and a half ago. A month and a half ago, this exact card sold for seven thousand five hundred dollars, and we know it's selling for over ten thousand dollars tonight based on this. Uh, Current bid, he did hit another home run tonight. So, are you kidding me? It's that 31 before the end of, uh, or it's not obviously it's July now, but crazy. I mean, kind of a bum. He only hit, he only had one hit, <laughs> which was you a know, home run. I mean, not home that run. what a loser. Try so, getting two hits in the game, bro. <laughs> the reason and why he has a thousand and sixty OPS, like, try getting a thousand and seventy, a thousand and sixty OPS. You said a thousand and sixty yeah, OPS. Weak. You maybe yeah. didn't hear me there. Okay. Got you. Uh, crazy thing about tonight's too, and this is probably going to end at this current bit, I'd assume, but for all those Bowman blaster boxes you opened back in 2018 searching for Otani rookies and you didn't hit the autos, you didn't hit the greens, but you end up hitting, I don't know, maybe a base card. This was a 330 right now, which is definitely over you know what comps are. So maybe uh, you know we'll see what happens with that card, but you know his cards just clearly are very, very hot. Um, you know, I gilded uh, 99 PSA 10s at 340. His Heritage Refractor uh, 569 PSA 10s at 1500 before buyer's premium. I'm pretty sure I sold the Black Ops 69 for less than this, I'm sure, at the National in 2019. Um, so, like, his market is just absolutely crazy right now. As Boosuka Tom says, it's going nuts. Um, and that is 100% facts. And just want to point that out because it just seemed to be, other than the Ellie De La Cruz love in this auction, because there is a ton, a ton, a ton of Ellie ending. Um, it really seems to be the biggest theme of of said auction. And um, just been dominating the the attention for a lot of people, obviously, recently. But, you know, the the thing is, is that, you know, Adam brought up, like, oh, I'm not buying Ellie. Like, and I agree. Like, when they're hot, that's not really one to buy. People were probably saying that, myself included, of Otani two weeks ago, three weeks ago, a month ago, six months ago. You know, like the question is, is where does it stop the the price hike? And, and it will probably eventually. I mean, generally, players' cars just can't keep on going up forever. They see regressions. They start to, you know, kind of bounce back at certain times if they're still hot when the market dies down. So we'll just have to see what happens. And there's five minutes left until extended bidding if you all are looking to bid in tonight's auction. Crazy. Crazy booklet cards here. I mean, these are collegiate exquisite cards. Um, I think that most of these are on card, but like Bo Jackson's a sticker, which is actually Steve Young's a sticker too. All these might be stickers. It just might be very hidden very well. I think they are stickers. Um, either way, crazy like, what is this? This is 16 autographs and one booklet, but slabbed. Um, I can't imagine how big that that slab is. Probably could go and frame it on your wall if you really want to hang it on your wall. Um, looks like some wall art there. Um, I, the, I know this is a one of one, but like, a fun, I, I guess that people's, you know, they say, oh, wow, look at this, Nate, the, the subgrades are 6.5 centering and four surface. There's two things that aren't good about it. <laughs> that centering top to bottom is so bad. 
just brutal. Oh. Really hard to see. It's kind of hard to see with the Isn't black. Isn't the rule uh, you can't get more than uh, half a grade higher than your lowest grade? But here we are with a four yeah. and a five. So, so basically, I think that that's like pretty consistent around the top of the grading scale. But I've seen, you know, different times when there's like really, really low subgrades that doesn't always apply. Um, there's also a varying amount of one of ones in this auction. Like we already talked about that tops chrome debut super factor auto one of one of le bgs authentic altered that's at fifteen hundred dollars but there's this desmond ritter like uh this is the phoenix nfl shield gold vinyl that's at fifteen hundred dollars people are really hot on him going to the season you know a lot of these quarterbacks that people go in on in like a high price standpoint are probably quarterbacks altering that card like what you say What do you say, Nate? He might not have heard me. Um, but either way, the point is is that quarterbacks going into the se- in their second season, uh, it seems like a lot of them always do very hot, like do big prices. <laughs> there's then- a there's a there's a significant delay, so I'll say something. And yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's a massive delay. There's like at least a 15 second delay between Nate and I right now. Um, you got this Connor Bedard. This is the Upper Deck Team Canada Patch Auto of 125. This is the PSA 7. And it's a 1250 for Bedard. 1250 for Connor Bedard. He just was selected number one overall in the um, NHL draft just like four days ago or so to the Blackhawks. And his cards, um, they they are crazy for the non, you know, non-NHL jersey cards. Number out of 125 patch autos are selling anywhere between like $1,700 and $2,500 right now. Uh, as far back as April, and this one is at twelve fifty four PSA seven, which is quite unreal. Um, Jokic, as you know, always now. Um, down the farm says Kobe Mayo is going nuts right now. Is he as good as they talking? If I don't know real music, if you're talking about Ritter, uh, I don't know much about if he's going to be good or not. Um, Jokic's cards still hot after the finals. This is a PSA seven National Treasures patch number out of ten, which as adds. 12:25, and I didn't even realize that this timer is now down to two minutes because yes, there is a little bit of interesting lag time still in that timer. Wemby or Bedard, biggest impact to each sport. Um, I think that just everyone's going to feel Wemby because the national media coverage is going to be like massive on him as he starts debuting and playing his first games and such. But uh, I think that Bedard is going to definitely, definitely do his part in the NHL to not only the hockey card market, but just like the NHL overall in, increase the visibility, especially with him being in Chicago. Um, pretty, pretty big sports market, of course. So that will be fun to watch and see how that shakes out. Um, there are some cards, of course, under $50. As always, some very cool ones. I'm, I'm kind of looking at right now as a timer is winding down number ones Aaron Paul Allen and Ginter card which is pretty fun Eddie Lacy actually I bought this card there must have been two PSA eights that someone was selling I bought uh it for like 20 bucks a couple weeks ago I think and then you got some Churio raw sapphires actually which I kind of want to snag um which are like 23 each which seems pretty solid so I'll throw a okay. few bids on those um, hey can you hear me uh, I can now yeah okay I I just switched over to my uh my hotspot and uh, we'll see if that works significantly better as of right now. Okay. 
yeah it was all of a sudden i was like i was like a oh, man i wonder if he can hear me and then you'd respond to me like way later and then i try to respond to you and i'm like well now he's not going to hear that until forever from now yeah that, i i didn't realize that until you're like i think there's a quite a significant delay after like uh i i think i said something like that but that was like two minutes after i said it yeah <laughs> all right we're um, good now Looks like the window just closed, the one that was just closing. So if anyone want anything yet, please uh, let us know, and uh, we will give you a shout-out, of course, in the episode right now. Nate, Kobe, Kobe Mayo, mm-hmm. people are saying it's killing it and that the Orioles farm system is is crazy. Is that is that true? Fun fact, Kobe Mayo, you may remember, he is the guy I bought a PSA base of back last uh, fall along with uh, Jason DeMay. Do you remember that? The Jason Dominguez. I do. You bought the, the Jason orange Dominguez, shimmer. orange shimmer. Yep. Do you still have the Kobe Mayo? So I no, I sold it all at the same time. So I bought a Kobe Mayo base mm-hmm. auto PSA eight because it was just super cheap. Um, and yeah, yeah, he is currently supporting a thousand and thirty-seven OPS um, as a twenty-one year old. And like every single guy they have that has been pretty good lately, it just seems like they're taking a step forward this year. The Orioles with their Jordan Westbergs and their Kobe Mayos and their, you know, guys like that, they're going to be a problem for ever. And if they get guys like Dylan Beavers to start hitting, good night. I don't even know who that guy is. Dylan Beavers. He was like their second round pick from this past year. Maybe. Yeah. I just, that's just me. Not knowing I can't remember. Me just not knowing enough about the MLB draft. Right? 33rd pick. First round, 33rd pick. Got you. But he's not hitting very well right now. So, are the Orioles going to make the playoffs this year? Um, I expect them. I don't know if they're going to catch the uh, the Rays, though the Rays have been losing a few more games lately. Um, but they will definitely something major would have to happen for them to uh, for them to miss a wild card spot. I believe. Like they are, they are second. They might even be second in the. Uh, Let's see what the Rangers have 49 wins. Okay, the Rangers have 50 wins. The Orioles are third in baseball with 49 wins. They just happen to be behind the race. I mean, that's just a pretty impressive turnaround all in general for like their, you know, for their franchise. And a lot of it can be attributed well, to their good drafting over the Yeah, they got so so the old. I mean, I feel like in my memory, the Old Orioles weren't that bad at drafting. Uh, they still drafted guys like Manny Machado, right? That being yeah. said, um, they got a new GM from the Astros, and they started spending money. They started drafting really well and spent some money in the international market, which the old regime did not want to do at all. So, Is that it's, where they're uh, getting a lot of – Are they getting quite they, a bit of, of players? Well, they would just like trade every single year. They would just trade away all of their international – bonus pool slots like every single year so that they couldn't sign anybody it was wild uh i'm not gonna pretend like i know exactly what you mean by that but i do know that that's uh basically means that they're just neglecting the international market it sounds yeah it's essentially imagine imagine like you run a business and you have four revenue streams and you just decide you're just going to completely neglect one of them even though, even though you have it. as good of a chance to use it as anybody else, it makes no sense. Makes sense. Doesn't doesn't sound like a good idea. No. 
so someone asked about Austin Hayes. I remember that name. Yeah, yeah, you know, Austin Hayes got called up really, really young back in the uh, back uh, a long time ago now. Um, let's see here. 2017 got called up as 21 year old, didn't play majors in 2018, and then uh, it's been a slow grind up to uh, quality baseball player. But this year, 846 OPS, 135 OPS plus after a couple of pretty average seasons, 104 and 107 OPS. So, uh, pretty, uh, pretty cool rise to see there from a guy who is, you know, in his prime now and uh, showing it. Definitely. I know that uh, shout out to Kayla collect. She's a big Austin Hayes collector has a pretty huge Austin Hayes collection. I am pretty sure I've seen that on her story a few times. So uh, good for her, for him to be doing well right now. And this Austin Hayes real quick, just as an aside, Mm -hmm. when a guy gets called up so young, they usually have talent, right? And, and along with Orlando Arcia, they're a good case of why you don't necessarily give up on a guy because um, Austin Hayes, you know, he looked like the last couple of years, he probably looked like just, a, you know, maybe a maybe a, a, a fringe starter, bench bat type of guy. Um, uh, and now you've got him putting up 2.1 win above replacement in half a season. Uh, if he's a four win above replacement player, that's awesome. And it's he's entering age 27, just like Orlando Arcia. So for people that are like, wow, my dude who's 21 came up and stunk instantaneously. It's just better that he gets called up at 21, that he showed enough in the minors to be called up at 21 than and than not, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then he, I know Grayson Rodriguez was supposed to be like a super stud pitcher. Is that like, is he still rain? Did he ever get called up? And is he doing one that will be? I know that down the farm just said about getting traded. Um, he did get called up. I am fairly positive, though I have not paid attention to how he has done. Uh, 45 innings of a 735 ERA. Uh, but yeah, he got called up. And, um, I mean, I guess if you, if, if the Orioles do the thing that other good teams do and they're like, uh, we've kind of cooled off on a guy and some other teams a sucker enough to, to just look at the flashy name and trade a quality pitcher for him, you do that all day long. There you go. Um, I think the Braves had just like unlimited amount of pitchers in their, in their staff. And like, I don't follow that one be close enough to know like which ones got called up or which ones got traded, but I think they could have kept them all and maybe they did. Like, remember, like, what is that guy's name? Like, Ian something? Yeah, yeah back in the Ian day Anderson. when they had, like, Ian Wright and no, Kobe, it was Kyle Wright, Ian, Ian Anderson, Anderson and Kyle Wright. Thank you. Kyle Wright, Ian Anderson, Kobe Allard. Um, uh, there's a Bryce bunch Wilson. of different ones. Some of them have moved around. Some of them have come back. I'm pretty sure they had Kobe Allard and then traded Kobe Allard away, and now Kobe Allard is back on the Braves um, and guys like that. But, yeah, they are, you know, when you stock up, when you stack up on pitching, some will hit and some won't, but you'll eventually Max Freed was another guy. Um, but you should have eventually pieced together a pretty good rotation. Unless, unless you are the Royals who spent a million draft picks on um, pitching the Chris Bubiks and the, and the Jackson Coars of the world. And they have all pretty much been disappointed. So when we talked about the Orioles being a great drafting team recently and such, the you would say that the Royals have been the exact opposite of that. Um, yeah, that would be. I, I would feel comfortable saying that. Yeah. 
which is kind of sad. I mean, considering outside, where of, they were outside of Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah, but but wasn't Bobby Witt already what? like a you know? He was the number two pick touted. and realistically probably the top player in the draft. Yeah, so, I would. That's yeah. why I was kind of thinking. <laughs> Julian says, "Go Cubs." No, thank you. Do not go Cubs. I saw. I saw the Cubs are the only team, the only team in the NL Central with a positive run differential, but they're like five games back from the Brewers right now. <laughs> Which is pretty sad. I, next, please. You know what's the worst is that I'm talking to a Cardinals fan today, and uh, they're down and out about their team. And I'm a Brewers fan, currently tied with in first place with the Reds. And I am also down and out about my team. That's how bad the NL Central is. Wouldn't absolutely. Yeah. They should just disband the NL Central and give the playoff spot to a, a team, whichever team makes a third wild card. So what about the uh, what about the AL Central? I was looking way worse than the NL Central. Okay, yeah, it, it is way worse. I mean, the Twins are on top at forty two and forty three, and the Guardians are also on top at forty one and forty two. Though they've obviously played two less games. It's bad. Yeah, that's just crazy. That's just crazy. All right, I just threw in quite a bit of bids on things as we were talking to MLB there. Um, one of those, I hope, falls and we can pick for a giveaway. I wouldn't mind winning a couple of the others. If you were an Aaron Rodgers fan or a New York Jets fan want to get a PSA 10 contenders, Aaron Rodgers auto ending site, there is one 27 seconds left on extended bidding. Or for the same price, actually less, you could buy a George Washington auto, which I feel like we've seen a few of these things circle through here now. Uh, George Washington, I guess, cut autograph from a, from a document um, or something like that. Uh, Rogers or George Washington, let us know in the comments which autograph would you rather have. Or Steph Curry, honestly, up there in the same price range. Uh, once again, I mean, there's a lot of big stuff in this auction. I'm trying to figure out if it's the, you know, if it's the function of just Steph's a, obviously big name NBA player and cards are constantly selling him, or if there's like someone with a serious, serious, you know, Steph Curry collection that is parting ways with it. Um, also for the soccer fans out there, how can I forget to bring this one up? There's a 2017 revolution galactic super rare. I mean, those galactics from early revolution sets, if it's a basketball or soccer, they're very rare. And that one's at 4,200 for a BGS 9.5. And one of the cards that Adam pointed out before the episode started or before, uh, before the extended bidding started was this Justin Fields eminence numbered off three Nike patch auto, which did sell for $3,840. Um, I know we were talking to Justin Fields and such like that with, with Adam. Nate, you were kind of like in and out at the time. He thinks that Justin Fields is going to be the hottest player at the National. Do you agree with that? I mean, we're in Chicago. Football is always hot at the National. And Bears fans are delusional as can be because they are they are craving a good QB so bad because they've literally never had it. When Jay Cutler's your best QB in franchise history, you've got a problem, right? That is Major. Just... That's just so such a tough scene. Um, it is never a, a four thousand yard passer, which I still think is just like that might go down as the craziest statistic in the history of the world. <laughs> history of the world is quite the statement. The but... history of the entire world is that the Bears, who have been around for a hundred plus years, are the only team to not have a four thousand yard passer when the Magic Man had a four thousand yard passing season. Back in like nineteen, like ninety, for the Packers or eighty-eight or something like that. What just sounds that just sounds so ridiculous all the way around. Like there's really no way to sugarcoat that, but it is actually a crazy statistic. 
<laughs> does Justin Fields break that though? I don't think he does. Coming off a 2,600 yard season, I mean, maybe his career. I don't know. Maybe one well, point. Well, 17 game, run. 17 game season helps. See, I down on the farm. I I understand that you're saying love is that much better, but. I also think that just or Jordan Love's cards are unbelievably expensive for not much reason right now, other than that he's the next starting yeah. quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, you know, after Rodgers and right. Favre. So I, I'm not going to disagree with you on this statement. I'd say the same thing to people buying Jordan Love cards for like, you know, thousands of dollars right now. Like I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, I hope he has a bad first six games. Well, actually not as a Packer fan. I hope he does really well. But from a card buying standpoint, if he has a bad first six games, Buy some if they drop a ton, and then boom, hopefully he has a great rest of the season and uh, buy at the hey, low. Here's a fun one for you. Card what? market, as hot as it is today, but 1989. What do you <laughs> think 25-year-old Don Mikowski sells for? Fourth out, leads the NFL in completions and attempts, leads the NFL in, four, with, in yards with 4,318. 27 touchdowns, 20 interceptions, obviously a different game back then. Um, people were just chucking the football around. <laughs> Second in MVP as a 25-year-old pro baller, AP number two, AP Offensive Player of the Year number three. How did Imagine the what a 25-year-old – 10 and 6. After going 3 I mean, and 6 the year before. It's his first year as a full-time starter. There's there's no doubt that that's like Joe Burrow uh, – not Joe Burrow Super Bowl levels, but like – you know, like a Herbert, like it could be that expensive, you know? Yeah, you want to know how many yards he threw after that point? In, in how many? A full season? How many? 1,925 in a full season after that point. Like that was his total. That was got... his highest after. And and obviously wow. he dealt with a ton of injuries. He dealt with yeah. a ton of injuries. Don't get me wrong. But it's like you can kind of see the risk – by just looking at the Magic Man and see how good he was for one season and then be like, ooh, people are spending a lot of money on QBs and anything can happen. That is definitely, definitely true that anything can happen. And in most cases, stuff does happen to players. Trey Lance, I know that you know a lot of people are buying his cards for very expensive values in the last, uh, well, not the last year now, but to, you know, leading up to last season. Um, and, and we kind of see what happened there um, and everything. All right, well, I threw in a few bids. I'm trying to get get you know a giveaway card here, kind of getting outbid and kind of upset about it. But Steph Curry, Grand Reserve, thought it was just a really nice, like clean looking card. Honestly, looks a bit like a blank slate, but doesn't carry the you know the price of the blank slate. I'm sure it's not as rare as a blank slate, uh, but it is looking like a blank slate and something that for a giveaway I think would be an awesome card for someone to add to their collection. So let's see if we can snag that one here. Um, did win a Jackson Churio raw Sapphire. So I think I picked up one this weekend in a big deal. I did big lot. So got one for 33 bucks, which felt like a good deal on a Churio Sapphire. Um, first Bowman, which is nice and lost there in Paul 2015 tops. Allen and Ginder kind of bummed about that for guy was ending. Um, <laughs> I, I don't buy leaf cards very often, not barely ever. Actually might've been the first car I actually physically bought that sleep ever. It's a Quinn Ewers, uh, Auto number out of 99. They do not have Bowman Chrome University autos of Quinn Ewers. So I thought there's any chance that Texas football is back and Quinn Ewers is leading them this year. Uh, maybe that card sells for more than uh, $14. <laughs> we'll see, though. Mm-hmm. Um, we are looking like we got – we're in the next window. I So I was bidding on the Steven Gerrard. I don't know if there's any big soccer fans in the house. I'm sure there's a few. 
man, I really want that Steven Gerrard auto because it is exceptionally rare, exceptionally rare on card. I know it's Futera, but that's how a lot of those on card autos came back in the day, like pre 2014 Panini and everything like that. And I kind of want it, but it's one of those cards where you don't know how far it will go and extend the bidding. Uh, I love buying cards that literally have like no sales history, and that's pretty much where we're at with that card. Um, so we'll see. Maybe I'll get back in the mix for it. Um, still, like I said, need to get a giveaway. And also was looking at this fun little Willie Adamas. I know he's not having a great season right now, but isn't Orange yeah. 25 PSA 10 with the Topps Rookie Cup and a Raw kind of sold for that, I think, before the season started. So, Hey, Aaron, let me ask you a series of questions here. Yeah, lay it which on. Team, which team has the second worst batting average for a team in the MLB? The Brewers, man. Which team has the fifth worst on-base percentage in the MLB? <laughs> the Brewers, too. Which team has the fourth worst slugging percentage in the MLB? That sounds like the Brewers to me. Which team has the fourth worst OPS in the MLB? Brewers. Yeah. And, and which team is ahead of more like the A's and the Tigers? That's embarrassing, man. And Yelich is doing well. Yeah. Man, that home run he hit yesterday has fired up about whatever that was. <laughs> Crollo. <laughs> Crollo, get him. Crollo. I did buy, I don't even remember this guy's name, something Gilbert Auto this weekend, Astros. What was his name? Drew Gilbert. Drew Gilbert. I knew it started with a D. I just couldn't remember if it was Dylan or something like that. Bought Drew Gilbert Auto this weekend. That he did. Uh, although, yeah, I you know, I do like the, the college football prospecting. It's extremely, extremely cheap. I do not like leaf cards. Me buying that does not mean that you should go and look at. I mean, okay, I got to say. Nate was talking about leaf cards the other day. Maybe our slap sucks live stream. I don't remember. Maybe he's telling me, but like, you know, you're like, oh, when those actors, they don't have autographs in their sets, but you can get an autograph, which is fair. Like, there's a leaf, uh, Caleb from uh, um, Stranger Things, you know, um, he's got an autograph in the leaf set, but he doesn't have autographs in the actual Stranger Things top set. And when Caleb, I mean Lucas, Caleb's is actually. But I only bought that because he didn't have have an actual auto quitters. Yeah, and and you want to sell it before he gets other autos. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. There's no chance of that, that card is being owned before he gets other autos. And he, I think he's going to be around first round pick. Um, his upcoming draft. It obviously depends on how he does this season, which is how a lot of cards work now and how they should work, honestly. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But that's definitely how cards used to work and how they should work. It shouldn't just be based off of um pipe alone that's for sure and uh nate talk about junior Cabanero. i did get a cool green grass from the other day you did yeah yeah i think i told you about that not did the I auto remember is the not oh auto that's I right said. the non non-auto yeah. um yeah so again it always cracks me up uh the fact that they grabbed junior Cabanero for um oh what was his name tyson something just some low level 40 man arm that needed to be protected on the 40 man that the Rays didn't want to so they trade him for Junior Camonero who now is hitting a casual 832 OPS as a 19 year old in double A you know who's not hitting with an 832 OPS in double A as a 19 year old whoever the good guy was Jackson Churio oh that that's a low blow yeah so hey I thought if this you want, if I... you want to be if you want to be like hmm who should I invest in you can look at prices, or you can look at Centurio's prices, and then you get pretty. Not saying that Centurio maybe doesn't have 
more upside, obviously, but as it stands right now, one is significantly cheaper than the other, and one is actually playing well. And Nate, you said pretty sure interesting. One in, um, and one is in Biloxi that they play in the same double A league. Oh, they play in the same league? You just got a little glitchy for me there, but uh, you did say something earlier at the show that I heard. You're talking about like the baseballs in Double A and how they're making a change as soon as June right now. Can you try to explain that? Hopefully the the lag doesn't hit. Uh, July and Jimbo was telling me this. I hadn't seen anything um, that they use a pre-tacked baseball in Double A, and apparently it was uh, uh, the pre-tacked baseball causing pitchers, you know, to be just excellent and some double a hitters are falling behind so you know if they go back to the regular baseball which stops giving the pitchers a slight advantage you know it could it could help out um i haven't looked anything up on my own that was from jimbo um but i do plan on checking out more of that when i get a chance and it was supposed to happen in july he said Can you hear me? Aaron? You're, are yeah, you I tried to mute this entire time. My bad. I was like, um, I was like, man, I went to go look up pre-tag baseball so I wouldn't forget. And uh I can't I even hear you. That. Yeah, I know Don the Farm said that true is because they're working on his plate discipline, and TB Incognito said that he won a 2019 Tops Ellen Ginter egg CSG 10, the egg card. Um oh, here we go. And w- I can't there you confirm. Go. After the Futures game, they're switching back to regular baseballs. Thank you, Down on the Farm. So, yeah, so that means that makes, you know, obviously, if they're working on Churio for plate discipline and they don't care about his counting stats, um, you know, that's one thing. And maybe the baseball doesn't change anything for him then. You know, if they're purposely making him work on other things than pure bat-to-ball skills. Um so uh, we'll see. But I am still excited for other guys. Like, if Caminero is doing this in double A, what could he do in double A with a pre tag baseball, uh, with a non pre tag baseball? Or Drew Gilbert, our boy Drew Gilbert that we just bought, he's not doing great in double A. Will he bounce back? Maybe. Possibly. Speaking about not doing great, I cannot believe, and this is the whole risk of prospecting thing, like, all over again, but Austin Martin, you know, like, I don't know. What was he like? One of the highest drafted players in the 2021 MLB draft. Num- He's number one, one, the most number one pick. Yeah. Number one pick ended up getting traded to the twins. I haven't heard about him since Nate, after he got traded to the twins. And here we are 434 red auto PSA 10. Some prospects, Anthony Volpe, I know he made to the MLB starting for the Yankees at, you know, whenever he plays and his card sold for a like hundred grand for this card. But that just shows the risks of buying these guys. Um, in my in my experience, and I could be wrong, but in my experience, if if a team is willing to trade a guy so quickly after that high, there's going to be major red flags that they don't like and they don't want to have to deal with, and they'd rather get out and get something for him, right? And so I'm not necessarily surprised by uh, how his twins career has transpired. 
so I like they brought that up because Julian and I were just talking about Cam Reddish who signed with the Lakers on a veteran veteran minimum deal, I think, for one season. And he's like, oh, it's a great signing, you know, like to pick up Cam Reddish, like kind of nice skill set, maybe, you know, nice physical oh, traits. It's like, thank you. What do you say? He was fifth. Who? Not first. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Austin Martin. I see, not first. Either way, but about Cam Reddish, same thing applies. It's like once you get traded like twice to three times and cut and then signed, like there's probably a reason why like NBA teams are passing on you after you like have been in the NBA for a while. So mm-hmm. while like maybe it works out this time at the same time, it's like uh, maybe it's just not going to work for, for him and that's why he's not getting, um, you know, signed by teams for, for more than a veteran minimum deal, I suppose. And if I, if I were him, if I were Cam Radish, I would simply sign somewhere where they can actually afford to give you minutes without worrying about what it does to your team. Right? Go sign with a bad team. Now, a lot of the bad teams in the NBA have their own young guys that they're trying to develop. Like, the Pistons aren't good, but they're trying to develop Cade Cunningham, right? And um, – the Jazz aren't very good, but they've got a little Lori Markin and John Collins thing going on there that they're probably try- wanting to invest in. Um, mm-hmm. And like the Rockets aren't good, but they're they've got Jalen Green and those other guys. So they want to invest there instead of in Cam Reddish. So I don't know what team would be out there where you could be like, yeah, go sign Cam Reddish and just give him a bunch of playing time and let him get his lumps and see what he can do. But um, that would be better, I think, for me than than. Uh, signing with the Lakers where you're not going to get much of a chance to show what you can do. I agree. Carlos said, and that is certainly a senior intern take from slap Sox Julian. Uh, Nate, I do agree when you're a young guy like that and you kind of need to prove it to get that next contract. It's hard to do that in a team when you're shoved down the depth chart, when they're signing guys like Gabe Vincent um, and, and, you know, re-signing Rui Hachimura, who they're clearly going to play ahead of him. Um, it's just a difficult way to, to build, you know, on your career, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wesley, what are we supposed to be mm-hmm. picking? Maybe I missed it. Um, also, Wesley, I know you said earlier that you have a that there's a sleeper card to this auction. If the sleeper card you you acquired said sleeper card, please uh, let us know so we can uh, share that out. If not, then uh, keep it under wraps for now. If you lost, um, then I, I hope it uh, you know you're you're doing well and you can share it because I'm really curious still. <laughs> um, all right, so there's two Geo Rainer rookies right here. Um, and these are quite significantly lower than what they were a few years ago. But this is a very interesting one here because I think a lot of times in baseball, you think about, oh, to be an orange Bowman Chrome is a pretty softer card. Like in other sports, like, oh, sometimes you want the gold, even if it's lower numbered um, or higher numbered, I should say, versus like the green like, out of five. Like gold you know? over green. Yeah, yeah. Like some instances like that. Exactly. In this case, you know, the. And I, this is more maybe because of a color match thing. This gold out of 50 PSA 9 is like, you know, a few hundred, a couple hundred dollars more right now than the orange out of 25. And the gold's extended and the orange isn't. Now, I like am interested in this card, but like now that Burhalter is the manager for the U.S. men's national team, basically confirmed for the 2026 World Cup and Copa America 2024, I just like my interest level is so much lower because. If he doesn't play enough, he got like what twenty minutes of the World Cup, but he's one of the most talented players on the roster. That's just garbage. Like, it's just going to be hard to actually see a, a viable way for his cards to increase in value, even if they have are down a lot. 
Um, there's a very fun soccer card in here for any soccer collectors out there. I'm trying to, I don't know where. It oh, here it is. This is a Hoyman Sun 2017 Tops Premier. So this is not like your 2017 Tops Chrome Champions League. This is like a very, um, you know, I think this was an English, a UK release specifically. Uh, copyright's actually 2016 on a two on the back. It's a one of one. It's stamped 001 out of 001. And uh, it's got the, the cracked ice behind it. Honestly, for a Hoyman Sun collector or Tottenham fan or a Korea fan, like seems to be an awesome card you could add to your collection. And I, I won't be an eye, but it's a really cool card. I just want to point out. I've never seen this insert from 2016 Panini Studio Rock Solid Die Cuts. Uh, very expensive. It might be like a case hit type of thing like a downtown, just people don't really collect them. Um, I've never actually seen that. I mean, you can get a LeBron or not a LeBron, Jimmy Butler raw one for four thirty-five. dollars thirty-five cents. That is four dollars and thirty-five cents, not four and thirty-five. Pretty good. Um, buying Holland would have been a good idea when he was on Dortmund or Salzburg. That that worked out quite well for people. Uh, Aaron, what can you tell me about Marquinhos and uh, Ulian Alvarez? Do you pull said players' cards off Tops Chrome UEFA recently because both of them are in that set, or do you rip Prison Premier League? Uh, Alvarez is a stud, won the World Cup with Argentina, won the treble with Man City, had some big moments with each each team, and uh, currently playing behind Holland, but also starting with him in some instances. Great player. Um, nothing much more to say than that at the moment. And Marquinhos for Arsenal, uh, young Brazilian I, I don't know a whole lot about him. I know that uh, Slabstock's, uh, well, Slabstock's FC host, Andrew, uh, has talked about him in pre uh, previous episodes and spreadsheets and such like that, and he's talked to me about him. But I don't think there's, like, too much uh, too much reason to be, like, massively excited. Like, I don't think he really works into Arsenal's plans, like, from at least my knowledge, um, at least. Um, I'm sure maybe it's a young kid they'll stash and loan out is what it might seem like. Wesley says the 1954 Kitty Fussball uh puskas rookie psa4 was a sleeper it sold for 9 30 did you get it did you get it i see select select is where the marquinhos card is from oh and uh i gotta point out i believe i got the giveaway i forgot to announce that because i think we were talking about something else but i did get the curry the one that looked like the blank slate that isn't the blank slate i think it's from panini dominion it was um I will go show that. But the highest value card, sports card, remaining in this auction is, in fact, the Mike Trout that Adam pointed out before. So this was not 52.50. Um, I'm trying to check and see if a PSA 10 of this card has sold. There actually was a PSA 10 sale back in 2020. All right, Nate, you know how hot cards were in November of 2020. What was it? Was it this one? Did it have an old label? This uh, it doesn't. When did PSA change their label? So wait, this is crazy. Are you ready for this? Same card. The one that sold, the one that sold previously, was the same exact cert number except six two three. This is six two two. These oh, were graded consecutively. Sent, somebody got two and sent them in back to in one submission. Yep. Yep, back-to-back -back PSA 10s on this card. So it is more than a pop one, as uh, Am pointed out earlier. He thought it wasn't, but it is more than a pop one. Um, it sold for $4,000 back in 2020. It's well over that now, which is pretty wow. impressive, to be to be fair. 
Considering Mike Trout stinks now, 858 OPS, what a coward. I mean, honestly, you might as well trade him to the Brewers for like Jefferson Cuero at this point. You might as well. And and also pay down his salary because the Brewers can't afford him. I was gonna say do that at the same time. Um get the yeah, uh get Jefferson and uh Edgar on the same team. Co catchers. Is his brother playing? Not brothers, I don't think. Oh but I don't know like uh, they're brothers, but they have the same last name. Got you. TCG said, Is that licensed? It is not licensed. It's like a airbrushed USA jersey, it looks like. Um, and then because Prism Panini had the rights to the USA logos at that time. Pappy said, What are y'all doing with the Gavin Williams auto that you guys got? Guy looks phenomenal. We did get a raw Bowman Chrome refractor auto at 499 here like a month or so ago. Actually, got it graded. Got it graded Man, by SEC. Got nine. What do you say? So I'm glad we bought that. I'm glad we saw that. Is he doing well right now? Tim Williams, yeah, stud. Absolute stud, Nate says. Uh, but plan is to bring it to the national and probably sell it there. Uh, guy grade, SEC 9510. We are, and I'm not going to miss it this time. I'm going to go to all the cards and see how many cards are left in the auction the last time. Um, actually, at this point, I might have lost my DVG, which is kind of sad. Yeah, I think I lost it. Dang, congrats to whoever got the Steven Gerrard for 420. Man, that card is so sick um, from Futera. That's a great card. And honestly, I think a great price. It's on card from like you know a decade ago, and I couldn't find a single sale. And I've seen the ones from other Futeras like more recent. Uh, what do you say? What's... You're glitching what up on is, me. What is the company? All right, I'll, I'll explain. It's a soccer card company, obviously. Um, they did have licensing back in the day, and they had a lot of on-card autographs. I think that they still have licensing today on certain cards. Now, I don't know how necessarily because I think that some of them are supposed to be like exclusive licenses in some scenarios, but they do make cards, and they get them signed, and they put like game-worn patches in them and stuff like that or match-worn patches, and uh, it's an interesting set. So I don't collect them very often, um, but like in that scenario when there's really no Steven Gerrard, on card autos from that era from like a panini or tops um i would have been happy to acquire it and is this actually true like is there actually only like six cards left in this auction no way. how does this happen it's only 10 to 4 if it... how much did that austin made. martin sell for what that austin martin sell for uh probably went for like five six hundred bucks oh that's still, still so much money <laughs> Um, Nate, we, we really got to pick a card here to get in on our, uh, last picking competition. Um, I'm just going to snag this LeBron and, and, and MJ dual patch. So there's really not that much left. All right. I'm going to choose that Pokemon card. All right. You not mean the Yu-Gi-Oh, wait, Yu-Gi-Oh? Pokemon. Oh, this yeah, one down no, here. No, no. Well, there is now, I think, seven cards left. I'm not sure if Nate took the Pokemon or the Yu-Gi-Oh. Maybe I can hear him utter something out. Pokemon. Okay. Pokemon. Got it. Takes the Pokemon down there. I've got that LeBron and MJ. Um, let me get that giveaway running right now. So uh, there you go. I just dropped the line there. Put a one in the chat to get the uh, giveaway going. Just, just comment number one, and you'll get entered and win the Steph Curry. 
Uh, Asian Punk says he got Black Label BGS in his stash. And the answer he says a Dragon Ball Z card earlier. That's very cool. Um, congrats on that and getting your. I think it's your first Black Label in his Dragon Ball Z. So I know, I know that uh, a lot of people like that show. So hopefully you enjoy that. And that Hoyman Sun is still still going. Thirteen twenty-five. I'll give you all until like ten oh seven, ten oh seven Central Time. Please uh, get your number ones in. So throw them in there fast. If you're watching, you hear me. Throw those ones in there fast. What are we giving away? Uh, Steph Curry. I'll show it here for a second, um, but don't want to miss the cards ending. It is a. It's looking like a blank slate, but it's from 2016 Grand Reserve Panini set. They don't make it anymore, but um, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool card, and it's a budget card that looks like a higher-end Panini answer, that's for sure. Put it in a box and see uh, see what happens 30 years down the line. <laughs> you never know. It's a very cool card. All right, well, looks like we're both uh, extended right now. That Curry might sell. Noah Schultz and Cade Horton are the next pitchers to start stashing. Also, Miss Misa Roski, the Brewers guy. I'm excited yeah. that there's a good Brewers pitcher time up. Uh, Noah Schultz is didn't he? Uh, was that the White Sox pitching prospect? Didn't he come out and was he in uh, 20? Was he in draft? Not exactly sure. Um, but I, can't, I, I can't remember. I feel like I feel like in my head he's a White Sox prospect, but I could be high as a kite. Um, Tom 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 says tap that like button, peeps. Tap that like button, peeps. Please uh, do so if you can. Thank you to Tom for uh, for supporting there. It looks like it, Hector. All right, I'm getting the giveaways together here, and uh, let's see how the cards are shaping up. Looks like that we're both extended what, still. What's funny is he's not entirely wrong. I am, I am as far away from a sleeping baby as I can get. <laughs> so that's what's that's what's going on here. So I am in the basement because uh, I don't want to wake up a sleeping baby. Yell me, yell, let's go after I finally guess the random.org thing, right? I don't think she'd hear you, but I'll turn down my volume on my computer just in case. Honestly, I would, uh, I would take you turn down that volume if it meant that I was, uh, winning that. <laughs> Never done so. <laughs> let's see here. What are we looking at? Um, Nate's might end here. Oh, oh. Probably will. I mean, you know, just chose it because it was Pokemon and it was cheap. But it's not even that cheap. It's 165 bucks. It's not. And it's done. Gonzo Alonzo. All right. I'm going to flip over here and uh, get this giveaway rolling. There's still four cards left. One of them being mine. Not Nate's. And uh, let's see what happens here. All right, everyone. Good luck. Thank you for so much for being here tonight, for joining, for watching, for interacting, and for joining the giveaway for the Steph Curry. You got three times the randomization, as always. One. Two. I'm going with TB Incognito. I got to get this right one time. Just one time. All right. I am going. You know, I feel like it's down on the farm's day. Down on the farm. 
Let's see. But if it's not down on the farm, I'm thinking David McIsaac. Oh, it's Rowett. And it'd be Rowett. Congrats to Rowett Update. for winning. It was not down on the farm today. <laughs> Congrats to Rowett 33rd. for winning the Steph Curry. You can email us at uh, info at slabstocks.com. Info at slabstocks.com. Please shoot you uh, an email our way with your uh, character key, of course. And um, we will get that transfer over to you. So it looks like Aaron might come in clutch here at this last uh, moment, although Hoyman's son might end up winning. We have two soccer cards against the Reflections, MJ and LeBron. Dual patch. At 37 seconds left. Ooh. Did yours end? Of course, Scott. Of course. I got to see if I get this dub. What's going to happen when the Braves... Where's yours at? What? Where's yours at? Mine's in the middle. It's a dual patch. I thought you took Steph Curry. No, I didn't. I said the dual patch of LeBron and Jordan. Oh. Why do I feel like this entire time you took Steph Curry? Are you sure? I'm 100% certain. Someone vouch for me in the comments who could uh, hear me. <laughs> I just got a I... bid like at the very end of that window, which... Man, I don't know. Me... I, I, I for sure did. Let's see. Oh, this is going to be a battle, I think. We're going to need to go to the replay. <laughs> See if anyone vouches for me who's still in here. As we watch to see if I can get a W here. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate that. Tom says he doesn't know. Oh. Pat, we will definitely be producing plenty of content from the National. took Steph Curry. I'm pretty sure you said you no. There's no, chance. there's no chance. There's no chance I took Steph Curry. I'm like convinced you said that. No, there's no way. Do the finger box thing, mm -hmm. Nate? What is that? L7 oh, weenie? <laughs> Maybe. L7 yes. weenie. Peg junk. Peg junk repping me hard here. And monkeys confirms I did not say the Curry. It's not okay, bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's just get both these to sell, and then uh, I oh, pick the, the patch. Giveaway. Real music. You keep on bringing up Jamal Murray, which uh, I'm happy to talk about that subject. But I'm just confused on which Jamal Murray card you're talking about because I saw some Jamal Murray's type. I'm just not sure exactly which one. And hopefully these both end here, and I can go with my W. Please and thank you. And we all go home. Three, two. One, that's a W. That's a W. W like Wisconsin. Badgers, baby. <laughs> Nate just has nothing to say. That's right. That's right. He didn't think I picked that card, but I did. And boom. It's true. Winner. I see the true, optic blue real music. I'm not sure you picked it. <laughs> well, I did indeed. And Don the Farm says, Nate, new Brewers kid to watch out for Christian Vasquez up here, 17 years old, 6'4". Three home runs, four walks, nine strikeouts. Looks like he's doing well. 
Um, wow, that Man, jersey number is not this young international kid. Brewers International that- Pipeline looking pretty strong nowadays. I like it. I like it. I'm pretty sure Gerard was number eight. Gerard was number eight, not number 10. <laughs> they froze in disbelief. Yeah, we'll end it here, Hector. So, all right, everyone, appreciate y'all for coming. Um, enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll catch up with all with you in the next Slab Socks live stream, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Monday nights. And we will talk to you all next time. Enjoy the 4th of July as well. See you, everyone. Okay.